Today is Wednesday, August 10th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage. We have more information on Monday night's News Christmas. Of course, I'm referring to the day-long FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, which was executed at the behest of a federal judge which means that someone literally swore on an affidavit that there was sufficient evidence for this search warrant. And the head of the FBI, Christopher Wray, was himself appointed to this position by Trump. You might be wondering if the FBI was searching for information related to January 6th, or the New York State investigation into financial malfeasance in the Trump organization, or maybe it's the election interference in Georgia. But no, it was actually a referral to the Justice Department from a breakout star on the bureaucracy scene the National Archives that sent the FBI to Mar-a-Lago. They were looking for documents, some of which were apparently top secret, that Trump took with him when he left office. And they were found to be stored in his Palm Beach mansion in a padlocked room, where your typical former president keeps their documents. Honestly, it is just mostly surprising that Trump read enough documents to know which ones to hide. potentially related story, but we can't be sure. Yesterday, FBI agents seized the phone of Trump ally and Republican Representative Scott Perry. The seizure of his phone may be related to an investigation into his role in January 6th, but we don't yet have confirmation. For some context, Perry was instrumental in introducing Trump to DOJ attorney Jeffrey Clark. And I know it's easy to mix up our Jeffries, but he is the one who personally sent a letter to Georgia to ask them to investigate voter fraud at Trump's behest. You know, I think he really could have used one of those preemptive pardons. Yesterday it was Alex Jones, and today it is Trump who is in his consequences era. A DC Circuit Court of Appeals panel ruled unanimously yesterday that the House Ways and Means Committee, yes, that is another congressional committee, different from the January 6th committee, can now access Trump's tax returns. They are now entitled to review Trump's tax returns from 2015 to 2020, though he has a week to appeal the panel's ruling. And I'm sure he won't be giving up now. And in yet another related story, the January 6th committee met yesterday with Trump's former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. The committee appears to be particularly interested in conversations that happened by former cabinet members around invoking the 25th Amendment, which was believed to be the focus of Pompeo's interview. Something tells me that the guy who stood idly by while Trump cyberbullied Kim Jong-un probably wasn't too put off by the domestic coup. And while we are doing Trump's kiss-ass roll call, he had dinner last night with 12 of his most loyal Republican lawmakers at Bedminster, also known as Ivana Trump's gravesite. You know, gathering together your political associates after some of the latest headlines just doesn't seem like something an innocent person does. But if you're gonna do it, of course, the only safe place to host a dinner party after the FBI raids your home is New Jersey. And finally for today, President Biden signed the $280 billion bipartisan chips bill into law, which is intended to boost domestic high-tech manufacturing. The goal is to be more competitive with Chinese manufacturing of semiconductor chips, which run just about every electronic we have, and China produces most of them. The bill includes more than $52 billion for U.S. companies to produce semiconductors, as well as billions more in tax credits to encourage investment in chip manufacturing. Maybe we need Biden and COVID isolation more often.
Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating on Spotify and a review on Apple Podcasts or share your favorite part from today's podcast on your Instagram story. Your support is what helps keep us growing. And if you're a fan of this podcast and you want to hear your horoscope in just a couple of minutes every day, check out our friends at Horoscope Daily. Each horoscope is researched, written, and checked by writers with over 15 years of experience in astrology. Start your day off right and hear your horoscope daily after the morning announcements. Just search for your zodiac sign and the word daily in your favorite podcast app. For example, mine is Aries Daily, and I can't wait to go listen to what impulsive and reckless decisions I have in store for this week. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.